it's a little breezy this morning. I wonder what the temperature's going to be this afternoon. Later that day... Man, the steering wheel is hot. Yeah, it's that time of the year again. to Tim McKinney from ITW Evercoat. Evercoat, the brand trusted by more shops for automotive and marine repairs than any others for almost 70 years. Bringing you continued innovations like Optex Filler with color-changing technology and Optex Superbuild with a built-in guide coat. And now, here's Tim. Hello everyone, Tim McKinney here. Well, we're coming up in that time of the year. Yeah, it's starting to get a little chilly. So what are we starting to see? Well, this morning I went out to my truck to go into work and by golly, I had to wear a coat. Had frost on the vehicle. Yeah, it's that time of the year. Seasons are starting to change. Well, if you haven't already done so, and if you're listening to this podcast after the fact, uh, you may have already had to have changed your clocks. Uh, Public service announcement change your batteries and your smoke detectors. Not a bad idea. Long time ago, it was actually on the fire department and knew how important it was. So, you know, do that as well. But you know what? It's not a bad idea to even look at changing your cream hardeners. You know, I've been in a lot of shops and I've seen a lot of technicians that reach for that one drawer, that one box, that one area where they keep that spare tube of hardener. And in some cases, I've seen the dates on some of those tubes of hardeners. And if they're that long in the tooth, probably a good idea to get rid of them. So if you need a backup tube, or maybe you've been using the same tube for a while, just for the just-in-case scenario, maybe it's not a bad idea to change that out as well. And you know what? Do the same thing in the spring. Change it out to make sure you've got some good, fresh hardener to work the products properly. Now, as I said, we're seeing some colder mornings. So what does that mean? Well, if you've ever tried to work body filler in a morning where it's cold, you know that the viscosity might be a a little bit thicker, we'll say. Well, how do you deal with that? Well, I hear some people trying to put things into it. Well, those things that you're putting into it may not always be the correct things to put into it. But, you know, we make those products at a certain viscosity at a certain temperature. So maybe it's a good idea to keep the product at a constant temperature. You know, I get phone calls in the heat of summer. Hey, the body filler is uh, it's soupy. Well, at 100 plus degrees, it may tend to be that way. Well, that same body filler, when it's, uh, oh, 50 degrees or cooler, is going to get thicker. I've had people call me up and say that the body filler was way too thick and then we start talking about the temperature and find out that it was way too cold. Uh, You don't want to be trying to mix up or apply body filler at temperatures below 60 degrees. When you start getting too cold, the chemical reaction slows down. And I've actually had a lot of phone calls about that in the dead of winter because, hey, the body filler took too long to dry to sand. Uh, The working time was extended. I was in a rush. I was trying to do a smaller repair. So when the heat is our enemy 
in the summertime, the cold can also be our enemy in the wintertime. So some ways you can fix that, like I just said, try to keep the body filler at a constant temperature, a warmer temperature. You know, maybe that same room you put the body filler in in the uh, summertime when it was air conditioned might be the right room to put the body filler into if it's heated or if it's at least insulated to keep that body filler at a more constant temperature. Uh, another way you can help to do this is warm the vehicle. You know, I've seen scenarios where the body filler was at a reasonable temperature, but the car just came in from outside. Heck, in some cases, the snow was swept off of it, and then it was rolled inside. Uh, as soon as it was dry enough that no more uh, snow or ice was going to melt into the area of the repair, the work began. Well, meanwhile, the rest of the car is cold, the panel's cold, and you put that body filler on there that might be around 50, 55 degrees, uh, on a car that maybe is in the 40s, guess what? The metal will act like a heat sink, pull that temperature down, slow down the chemical reaction, and it's going to extend the dry to sand time. So that's why you're seeing some of that. Uh, so think about this. In the summertime, we're putting a, a fan on the repair area to cool it down or a fan on ourselves to cool it down. Maybe now might be the time to dig out that uh, that heat lamp uh, or you know get a little closer to where that vent is where that's blowing some heat on you. Um, or get the infrared lamp out. Something to help control the heat to warm up the panel is really going to be beneficial. Because you don't want to be applying a body filler that's overly catalyzed over a cold panel. It creates condensation. And you know, I actually had a good... Uh, uh, an analysis of this, you know, as I was thinking about it the other day, driving home, my lovely wife and I were driving home from someplace and was starting to uh, uh, fog up a little bit on the windshield as we were driving home. So turned on the defroster and I kind of forgot about it. And after a little bit, started to see a little bit of uh, condensation on the inside of the windshield because as the defroster had a little bit of air conditioning blowing into it on that windshield, that was a little it was a little warm outside, but a little damp as well. Now, all of a sudden, you have a little bit of a moisture building up on the inside of that. So if you have a huge variance in temperature between hot and cold, you can create some condensation. And that's the last thing you want to have create underneath of your body filler on a repair that you're trying to take care of. So make sure that you're helping to avoid any kind of condensation. Get the panel, get the product closer to temperature, warm the panel in advance. Uh, that'll really be a big benefit for you. So everything's going to be working a lot better. The primer is going to work better. The putty is going to work better. And the filler is definitely going to be working better in the correct temperatures. Now, if you're working with the gel coat or if you're working with the resin, same thing applies. You don't want to be over catalyzing to offset any kind of range of temperature. Uh, you want to make sure you're following the, the correct catalyst ratio for the gel coats. The gel coats will say a ratio for temperatures and how much how many drops of the MEKP to be adding into it. You don't want to be trying to work your gel coat in the sun to warm it up. Uh, that's going to be counterproductive for you because it can warm it too fast and it can shorten the time you, you have to work with. So you don't want to be doing that. And likewise with the resin, you don't want to be adding too much and then trying to work in the sun as well because it's going to help to delay that. And if you're working with a product that is a finishing resin or a finishing gel coat that's been waxed, if you work those materials in the sun, well, what happens is 
they overheat and they actually can cook off a little bit of the waxy layer on the surface and now they tend to dry a little bit sticky so you want to make sure you use those products out of the sun but with the correct temperatures so one of the things i always say when i'm talking to someone about proper catalyst ratios is if you aim small you're going to miss small well what the heck does that mean here's what i'm talking about if you're trying to catalyze at 2%, and if you have a little bit of variance, you might vary just a little bit, go down a little bit below 2%, and maybe a little bit above 2%, but you're gonna stay within an acceptable range. But if you catalyze your body filler, and you're shooting for a range of say, 1% to 3%, and you do this all the time, well now you might find out that your, your variances are gonna be a little bit wider. You might be actually catalyzing less than 1%. I've seen some cases as low as half a percent in the summertime. Or maybe a little bit more coming up into the colder climate, and colder months, where maybe it's closer to 35 4%. Uh, we've seen it. We've seen some of the uh, talks coming in and some of the um, discussions and pictures come in, and we're trying to figure out how it was catalyzed that much, and we figured out that uh, it was actually catalyzed well in excess of 3%. And uh, if anyone's ever put that much hardener into a body filler, you'll see that there's, there's a big color change on that. So try to stay consistent to that 2%, and it's really going to help you. Try to stay consistent on the temperatures, not too hot, not too cold. Try to sustain a, a regular temperature of working conditions, and you're going to get much better results with the overall process. So that's it for today. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying well out there. So everyone stay safe and we'll catch you next month.